0: In today's show, Bitcoin traders call for a calm as Bitcoin price action slips 10% in a week. Also breaking news, $23 billion banking group SIS to launch Bitcoin and crypto funds this July. Smart money is waking up. Also, more breaking news, the Argentine Central Bank has just suspended operations for today and Monday. That's right. Apparently, Argentina's Central Bank ran out of dollars and started stealing local banks' customer U.S. dollar deposits to fill that hole. Now that's no longer working, so they're announcing a bank holiday. Can't make this stuff up. Also in today's show, Bitcoin Lightning Network is 1,000x cheaper than Visa and MasterCard. I'll be breaking down this data as well as BRICS Nation is buying massive amounts of gold ahead of a plan to dethrone the U.S. dollar. We'll also be discussing de-dollarization and looming capital flight from the U.S. will boost the Bitcoin price, says BitMEX founder. Arthur Hayes also in today's show. This will be Bitcoin's price during the next halving, according to Plan B's stock the flow model, quoting him here on Crypto Twitter, in my opinion, the halving will probably be at the stock the flow model value of $60,000, and Bitcoin will pump after the halving just like in 2012, 2016, and the 2020 halvings, also in today's show, why Max Kaiser is highly optimistic about Bitcoin cracking $220,000 in a flash, quitting him here. This is going to be a fun ride to 220000 220000 will come in a flash, and then the real bull market starts. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market, all this, plus so much more in today's show. And welcome everyone just tuning in. This is pod episode number 1259. I'm your host JV. Happy Saturday Stack and Sats Day. Today is April 22nd, 2023. And as we can see here on the market watch, we got Bitcoin only down now 1.6% for the day as it just started to repump trading at 27,600. We got Ether down 1.6% trading back under $1,900 while XRP and BNB are both in the green and checking out coinmarketcap.com we got the crypto market cap sitting just above 1.1 trillion with about 40 and a half billion in volume in the past 24 hours bitcoin dominance back on the rise at 45.7% with the ether dominance at 19.3% and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours we got zillica leading the pack up four percent, trading above three cents. Followed by Render Token, up three percent, trading at a dollar seventy-eight. Followed by BTT, and checking out the top one hundred crypto gainers for the past week. Massive overall losses for the overall crypto market, with just a handful in the green. Some of the biggest losers include OKB, F tt and s and x and checking out the crypto greed and fear index one of my favorite indicators as you can see we're currently rated neutral which is a 53 yesterday a 50 last week a 68 and last month a 57 in greed so there you have it and now let's dive into today's bitcoin technical analysis and check out the charts and see what's popping as you can see bitcoin barely held twenty-seven thousand on april 22nd as another round of losses left the bulls with very little firepower here you're looking at the bitcoin one-hour candle chart. Data from Cointelegraph Markets Point Trading View showed Bitcoin preserving 27,000 on the day after the Wall Street trading week ended on a sour note. And in contrast to the U.S. equities, which managed to seal modest gains on the day, Bitcoin continued to suffer as analysts warned of a return to nearer to 25,000. And with that, Bitcoin was down 10% for the week and 4% in April thus far overall. And according to data from monitoring resource CoinGlass, amid a dramatic turnaround in fortunes versus much of quarter one, for popular trader Credible Crypto. Here's what he had to share. If your macro thesis on Bitcoin has changed because of a $2,000 pullback after a 10000 plus vertical rally from 19 to 30000 plus, you're doing it wrong. I agree with Credible Crypto, but let me know your thoughts. And also as shared here, the last major retest we had at 19000 before our rally to 30000 plus, a retest of 25000 here would be logical and healthy, as stated. Now Financial Information Resource, Stock Money Lizards agreed, telling Twitter followers that the road higher may be slow and steady. Quoting him here, after these huge green candles, we usually find some cool down, it wrote. Short to midterm, still bullish for three months, but don't expect it to go too fast. And crypto analyst CryptoCon delivered similar conclusions on the basis of the latest movements of the relative strength index used to determine overbought and oversold conditions at given price points. Uh, the RSI can help offer insights into forthcoming price trends, uh quoting them here. Short-term Bitcoin price action seems grim, but behind the scenes, the weekly RSI has broken out of a six-year downtrend and is now attempting to make support. Bitcoin is now at a decision point. Continue the 2019 parabolic price action or take the healthier, steady 2015 approach. So there you have it. And trader Sku, meanwhile, delved into the potential of a near-term price target for Bitcoin, focused on the moving averages. The zone north of 25000 remained the principal point of interest with the 200-week moving average residing at $25,850. So there you have it. Now, uh market composition remained apt to liquidate the traders with CoinGlass data showing April 22nd, costing crypto longs another $173 million. Now for some breaking news just in, $23 billion banking group SIS to launch Bitcoin and crypto funds this July as the smart money is waking up. Let's freaking go. Another major news around the world. The Argentine Central Bank just suspended operations for today and Monday. Foreign payments have been suspended. There are no more dollars, it seems. That's right. Apparently, Argentina's Central Bank ran out of dollars and started stealing local bank customers' U.S. dollar deposits to fill that hole. So keep that in mind next time you deposit any of your money into the bank. As if if it could happen in Argentina, it could happen in the United States. As the bank runs continue and we're witnessing in real time, the death of the dollar. So there you have it. And now let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss the Bitcoin Lightning Network, which has been going parabolic and great uh, fundamentals of the network right now. Fresh data from Coinglass demonstrates the Bitcoin Lightning Network is significantly cheaper to use, obviously, than the legacy payment networks. The median fee rate or cost or sending value across the Lightning Network is 0.0029%, which is 1,000 times cheaper than that of MasterCard or Visa payment processors truly making Bitcoin Lightning Network in a league of its own. No comparison to Visa or MasterCard. James Check, lead analyst at Glassnode, said that the median fee rate, or the fee charge per one Bitcoin cent across the net, the network, is currently 3,000 satoshis. That is equivalent to $0.84 cents to send 28800 worth of value, which is a fee of point zero zero two nine percent pretty remarkable when you think about it. Yeah, you can say that again. And in a post on the Nostra social media protocol, Bitcoin analyst Dylan LeClaire noted that this rate is many times less than that charged by major credit card companies, quoting Dylan, the median fee rate for transfers over the Lightning Network is anywhere from 60,000% to 140,000% more efficient than that is currently being charged by the legacy credit card processors, 0.003% median fee rate compared to one and a half to three and a half percent. So yeah, no comparison. The Lightning is a layer two payment solution built atop the world's largest crypto, which was first proposed as a way to make Bitcoin effective as a payment method. These data points demonstrate that it is not only fast, but obviously low cost with the medium fee rate being steadily trending lower since November of 2021. Now, legacy payment networks such as Visa and MasterCard charge merchants a fee of two to three percent per transaction, making them an expensive option for businesses. And also uh, in an upcoming Cointelegraph documentary, shot in Cape Verde, the business owner of one of the few businesses to accept Bitcoin explained that accepting foreign Visa and MasterCard cost over 8%. So if you were a business, which would you prefer? You know what I mean? A fraction of a percent or would you want to pay up to 3% to use merchants such as Visa and MasterCard? Now, moreover, Glassnode checks refer to users who run their own nodes uh, their, yeah, uh and their own channels. Many Lightning users take advantage of custodial wallets such as the wallet of Satoshi or Albi to make micropayments on social media apps such as Noster and some Bitcoin early adopters. have noted the growing preference for custodial solutions. As we all know, not your keys, not your cheese. And furthermore, the throughput of the Lightning Network could be called into question, check, explain. Of course, we must also consider that the typical channel is smaller than one Bitcoin. The medium channel size is 0.02 Bitcoin, and that mean is 0.08 BTC. So overall, the Lightning Network remains well suited to payments below, a thousand dollars and as you can see in this chart on your screen the channel size is trending higher but still well under ten thousand dollars and in such an environment payments over a thousand may be better suited to the bitcoin base chain in order to avoid payment failure or misfire so there you have it how many of you have actually ever used the bitcoin lightning network and what's your favorite way to use it through which application let me know your thoughts there's obviously open node there's strike and there's many different ways to be using that bitcoin lightning network and now let's discuss what's happening with the U.S. dollar around the world as the BRICS are ushering in mass quantities of gold. And then we'll discuss the dollarization. Then we'll discuss a Bitcoin price prediction from Plan B, creator of the Bitcoin stock-to-flow model, suggesting we hit 60000 at the time of the halving. And then we obviously go parabolic after. And then we'll dive into Max Kaiser's $220,000 Bitcoin price prediction. So here we go. A group of economically aligned nations are purchasing massive amounts of gold as they prepare to end their reliance on the U.S. dollar. According to a new report from U.S. global investors, the nations known collectively as BRICS are piling into the precious metal and will continue to be huge buyers of gold for the foreseeable future. That's right. The firm's CEO and chief investment officer, Frank Holmes, says the mass accumulation of gold led by China aligns with the theory that the world is on a long-term path to economic bifurcation if i'm pronouncing that word right and <laughs> quoting him here if you look back at the list of net buyers of gold you'll notice that all three are members of the BRICS which is brazil russia india china and south africa countries i point this out because as i've been sharing with you for a couple of weeks now we may be seeing the emergence of a multipolar world with a u.s centric world on one side and a china centric world on the other for the first time ever BRICS country's share of the global economy has surpassed that of the g7 nations which include canada france germany italy Japan, the UK, and the US on a purchasing parity basis, and according to the report from the World Gold Council, China has added a whopping 102 tons of gold to its stockpile since the start of the year. And did you see breaking news the other day? Over 100 million dollars worth of gold was stolen from an airport in Canada, making it the largest North American gold heist in history. Yeah, so they're hoarding gold, and gold is the key to this potential multipolar economic future, says Holmes, as it will likely be used to back the creation of a new currency. That does not utilize the U.S. dollar. So new incoming currency to replace the U.S. dollar? Seems like it. Quoting them here, the BRICS need the uh, precious metal to support their currencies and shift away from the dollar, which has served as the global foreign reserve currency for about a century. More and more global trade is now being conducted in the Chinese yuan. And there are reports that the BRICS, which could eventually include other important emergent economies such as Saudi Arabia, Iran, and more, are developing their own medium for payments as they should. Now, BRICS nations are reportedly in the early stages of designing a new currency that aims to end the global dependence of the dollar. It remains to be seen just how effective their efforts will be, with early critics like billionaire Shamath P. stating that China will never effectively de-dollarize as long as the UN remains pegged to the US dollar. So there you have it. How do you think this is likely to play out? And how many of you are also bullish on gold? Let me know in the comments right down below. And now let's discuss the de-dollarization. Of According to the BitMEX founder, Arthur Hayes, uh, he says that one likely is to fight over the U.S. dollar's dominance is Bitcoin. In a new blog post, he tells his 73,000 followers, China's effort to get other countries to move away from the dollar in trading, certain commodities like oil will likely cause them look to diversify their assets. He says that countries will likely eventually discover that Bitcoin is one of the best assets as a store of value, quoting Arthur Hayes, as countries start looking out for their own best interests rather than serving the slaves. To the Western financial system, central banks of the global South will diversify how to save their international trade income. The first choice will be to increase gold allocations, which are already underway. And as Bitcoin continues to prove it is the hardest money ever created, I expect that more and more countries will at least start to consider whether it's a suitable savings vehicle alongside gold. Hayes predicts that a time will come where there are various currency blocks, but no global reserve currency, uh, and there will all a uh, hegemony, uh, and there will be less demand for U.S financial assets which was set up bitcoin for a key role quoting him again do not let the financial media present uh this in either or decision between the dollar and the UN. Do not let the lapdogs of the empire convince you that due to certain deficiencies in the Chinese economy, there is no currency ready to dethrone the mighty dollar. They are playing at misdirection. It is in the coming years the world will conduct a trade in a multitude of currencies and then save when needed in gold and maybe sometime in the near future, Bitcoin. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Arthur Hayes. And do you think eventually Bitcoin will become one of the many? reserve currencies, I'll let your boy. And if that did occur, what do you think that would likely send the Bitcoin price action? And towards the end of the show, I'll be reading everyone's comments out loud during the live uh, Q&A. But now for our next story of the day, let's discuss Plan B with his prediction of a $60,000 Bitcoin price at the time of the next heaven Despite its previous success, the stock the flow model attracted numerous opponents in the past year. Given its failure to predict the 2022 Bitcoin price, its creator Plan B remains a believer and outlined a possible scenario and play for Bitcoin for the next Having Let's break it down. A lot can be said about the stock the flow model of the past several years, with most Bitcoin maxis supporting it, giving its bullish price predictions, while many others have criticized it in times of inaccuracy. It takes under consideration the stock and the size of existing reserves and the flow, which is the annual supply of Bitcoins on the market. The model had a good run for the first few years after plan B laid it out, hitting several of its targets like clockwork. And however, it failed to come even close to reaching its most recent project projections including surpassing the 6-figure uh, price tag by the end of last year despite plan B's assertions now the having the event that slashes the bitcoin production by half approximately every 4 years is an essential part of the model since it reduces the flow now with the next one supposedly to take place in less than a year according to the current estimate Estimations. Plan B outlined where the Bitcoin price will be um, at that point. He asserted that the asset will trade at around 60000 or more than 2x from its current price and will keep going up after the fourth halving takes place. Quitting him here on crypto Twitter, saying stock-to-flow model is wrong and valid or broken means saying Bitcoin price pumps after 2012, 2016, and 2020 halvings are coincidences, random, unrelated to the halvings. Possible, but I disagree. In my opinion, the $21 million market cap supply schedule in the 4 your having cycle are fundamental to the Bitcoin price. And in my opinion, the having will probably be at stock-to-flow model value 60000 which you can see in this chart in the dark blue. And Bitcoin will pump after the having, which you can see in the red, just like in 2012, 2016, and the 2020 havings. Let me know if you agree or disagree with uh, Plan B. And he also touches upon Metcalf's law, which argues that the financial value or impact of the network is proportional to the number of connected and operating users to substantiate the Bitcoin price prediction. And although metcast law typically refers to a certain type of network. The Bitcoin blockchain also works as one, as it has been increasing in terms of active users and Bitcoin hodlers. Quoting him again here, Metcash law says value of a network equals the number of users squared. Stock the flow model says value of an asset equals scarcity cubed. So if stock the flow 2x and then value 8x. Oh, in April 2024, having well 2x Bitcoin stock the flow probably nothing. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with plan B. And now for the moment you have all been waiting for, let's break down Max Kaiser's $220,000 Bitcoin price prediction and then we'll dive right into some live uh, Q&A. So, here we go and shout out to Max Kaiser and Stacy Herbert. Here we go. Max is once again doubling down on his jaw-dropping, $220,000 price prediction. In a March 21st tweet, Kaiser said $220,000 will come in a flash, and then the real bull market will commence. Kaiser was responding to a tweet noting that the U.S. officials are making the perfect environment for Bitcoin to go parabolic, referring to reports that the Federal Reserve and the Treasury will need $17 trillion to guarantee all bank deposits should the current bank crisis deepen. And we have been witnessing this bank crisis deepen in real time. Also, another uh, recent tweet after Bitcoin surpassed 30000 he wrote, this is going to be a fun ride to $220,000. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Max. Now, Kaiser's forecast is a sign of bullishness in the crypto market after the industry faced harsh sledging of the crypto bear market set in last year, a time when the prices plunged and multiple crypto-focused firms went under. Now, let's discuss a mega breakout in the cards. Bitcoin had surged. uh Oh, <laughs> Bitcoin has surged uh, roughly uh, up to 90% when we surpassed 31000 for the year, and I believe we hit over 80% uh, for the first quarter. I know minimal at 70%, so we're having a hell of a run. But with that being said, Kaiser is not the only crypto bull who contends that Bitcoin has more headroom. Uh, we also know the ex-Coinbase CTO Balaji predicted Bitcoin would soar to $1 million in less than 90 days due to hyperinflation in the United States, and with Bitcoin having breached 28000 for the first time in nine months. It means that if Balaji's prediction comes to pass by June 17th, the dominant crypto will have attained yet another historical high. So what are your thoughts surrounding Max Kaiser's 220000 price prediction and Balaji's $1 million price prediction by a uh uh, June seventeenth, and also Max uh, wrote here referring to Daniela Cambon when he was interviewed by her. I believe this was November or December of last year, so approximately four or five months ago. Daniela was extremely bearish on the King Crypto, and she couldn't stand Max's bullishness because uh you know everyone was anticipating Bitcoin revisiting potentially sub ten thousand, and Max was like, "No, the network fundamentals have never been stronger." So he wrote this a little bit ago. This was at fifteen eight just a few weeks ago. I explained every 1,000 days after the halving, we hit a cycle low, and now we'll see all new all-time highs. I've been right for 12 years. We're at 23000 This was, again, a few weeks back, on our way to 220000 this cycle, so it's hilarious. And if you didn't watch this interview between Daniela Cambone and Max Kaiser, all included in the show notes below the video in the description so you can check it out. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A, and I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.